Welcome to the Life Accelerated Podcast Reset, coming to you from Wheeling, West Virginia. My name is Jason Boyd, founder and creator of Life Accelerated, and this season on the podcast, I'll be doing interviews and the power of three, three things that we can do daily to accelerate our lives. Welcome to the show. Let's go. Welcome to the Life Accelerated Podcast. My name is Jason, and today is our first interview with Bob Bailey of As You Like It Catering, also known for the Rock the Want Runway events here in Wheeling as well. Bob, what's going on, my man? How you doing today? I'm actually doing well. I'm doing well every day. Yeah? Yeah. Cool, man. So yeah. I want to talk a little bit about Rock the Runway to start. I remember okay. I was a part of that a few years you back. You yes. Um, and it was a cool experience, yeah. honestly. Why do you do that? Um... I'm a big supporter of the YWCA in Wheeling, and it uh, uh, the uh, domestic violence uh, protection program, and they go into local high schools and they teach young men and women wow, okay. about domestic violence and what signs to look for, sure. and they have to pay people to go into those area high schools, so the money I raise uh, through Rock the Runway, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, what it's about that goes uh all that money goes to paying people to go into the high schools and i think that's hugely important when high school students are younger now than they were when i was in high school sure so you're you know 13 14 years old and you're in a high school experience instead of junior high school which i went to so the signs to look for if you're being abused or potentially going to be abused or could be an abuser and that this is men and women on both accounts it's not just uh men who abuse women women can abuse men but if you're in an abusive relationship uh to know what the signs are i think that's usually important if your parents don't experience that they're not going to talk to you about it so if you learn that in high school i think that's super important and 14 years ago, well, 15 years ago now, I started Rock the Runway, which is taking area uh, uh, people at, from all, all the areas of the Ohio, upper Ohio Valley, people who are lawyers, doctors, wait staff people, uh, it doesn't matter what you are, you sell insurance, it's people that make a lot of money, people that don't make a lot of money, it's just people who are movers and shakers and are popular in the area and they rock the runway and it's not a typical uh, uh, style show, I hate to call it a style show, I hate that word, right. it's loud music and there's no commentary, uh, you just rock the runway, you look great, people scream for you, uh, we do a theme every year, so it's great. And we didn't have it this year, we always have it in May, just because of the uh, pandemic. Because of the current so situation. So hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have it in May of tw- 2021. So it will be back. That's good yes. to know. Yes. Now, why did you start doing that? What was the intention of getting behind the abuse situation and you know notifying what? I lived in a wonderful home. It's my mom, my dad. They it was the first marriage for both. They were never married again. <laughs> and it's just my sister and I, we had a... I had a girlfriend one time that said, your family's kind of disgusting because you're like happy days. And um, 
I kind of took that as an insult at the time because sure, this was solid. like 1987, something like that. But actually, I'm proud of that now. I think yeah. that's a wonderful thing. And uh, we, we just, we never thought about it or faked it. It was just who we were. And a very, that's my dog, Max. <laughs> Max, Max is barking in the background. I love it. That's my dog. <laughs> this is real life. So yeah, th- absolutely. We're not gonna. We're not gonna. So add anyway, <laughs> uh, we. I, I just have always. I grew up in the '80s, and that was the TV movie uh, era. And there was Valerie Bertinelli and Farrah Fawcett and Donna Mills and all these women starring in these television movies about domestic violence. Uh, their husbands beat them up and it always really affected me and when I would watch those movies I was always thinking man I, I just couldn't imagine my mother being yeah. treated like that and of course when we watched them my mother would be on the couch next to my dad my sister and I are on the floor watching TV and she's like you know I would kill you you know she yeah, looked yeah. at him and he's like yes I know <laughs> you know I would never do that but it just really affected me so when I started getting involved with the Y which has been over 25 years ago, I thought, what can I do to uh, help this cause and to teach people young uh, to, that this is bad and uh, you shouldn't put up with this. So I started uh, Rock the Runway and it's been going ever since. And I feel really bad that in 2020, I was not able to raise funds uh, for the domestic violence education program in the high schools, but hopefully in 2021 we'll be able to make that happen. Sure, absolutely. And yeah. I would suspect now with the pandemic happening and more people being at home that the domestic oh, violence is probably skyrocketing. If you look, I mean, I actually talked to uh, the, the president of the YWCA, Lori Jones, uh, and she uh, told me that it, it really is on the rise, and they... Uh, have a, a, a space in the YWCA, YWCA in Wheeling where they house women who come to get away from their abusers. They can't take men, but they the, the women that come, and many of them come with children, and they make a place for them, and they have like three floors in the YWCA. Uh, to provide you know food and housing and everything that they need they help them to get jobs it's under lock and key yeah. big time and so the husbands and boyfriends and uh, people that come in and try to uh, get them back cannot get in it's it's tight security and uh, so that provides a safe haven oh it's a complete safe haven for these women and th- all of those things they it's so important it's just hugely important and uh, I have a degree in public relations and advertising when I graduated from college and I started doing billboards for the YWCA volunteering to do that once I got a job and then all of a sudden I moved into this so I like to provide uh, for for that program and uh, it's just because I don't like that right you know and anytime you're hurting another human being, especially a man beating the hell out of a woman, I'm sorry, but that's what it is, or you're gonna abuse an animal, which is my other cause, 
I'm done with you. Yeah, I agree. And in today's world, it's, it's, I mean, it's always frowned upon, but it somewhat seems like it's accepted sometimes. Because, and what I mean is you'll have women who are in these relationships, but they won't separate themselves from that person causing the abuse. Oh, yeah. Because and I they can't love really, them. yeah. And, and that, I don't know what the line would be there, like, to get away. And, and it's almost sometimes like they're afraid. Is Where would they reach out? Where would you recommend that they get help? They, they, like, they would need to call the YWCA. YWCA, and, perfect. And, and that's in anywhere, that you, any place that you live. So any city has However, many women stay for two reasons. Children mm -hmm. and financial yeah. reasons because they have nowhere else to go. Sure. And if sometimes if women go back to their parents, you go back to your husband. That's what they're told. Wow. So, and the majority, and this is not current, so I can't speak for current, but like 10 years ago, the majority of women who reach out to the Y and leave their spouses are in their 60s, 50s, 70s, which you always think they're going to be in their 20s and yeah. 30s. They aren't. Wow. It's because their children have left the house. I finally got them and out And they can there. finally... Yeah get away from that. So they've put up with 30 or 40 years of abuse of somebody beating the hell out of them. Wow. So, you know, teach them young. Yeah. That's I all mean, I you got to get in there and teach it, them it goes young. to the parents too, you know, oh, yeah. not just the schools, the parents need to be teaching right. that at home too. But if they're not teaching that. Do you think that the role now at home, because it used to be you have mom and dad at home. Now you've right. got more than ever co-parenting situations. Right. Do you think the role of the father not being there is a large part of why these things could happen? I, I don't know if it's the cause of domestic violence, but I think not having two present parents um, is a huge, huge factor. Sure. And even if the parents don't live together, because I think that a more harmonious life is if you have two loving parents and they don't have to live in the same house, but if you know that the parents are working together to raise a healthy mentally child, then I think that having a father and a mother both present and active is hugely important. I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Now, you mentioned something earlier that kind of shocked me. I mean, usually you think of women in these situations, mm -hmm. but you mentioned men as well could be the ones being abused. Now, that doesn't seem like it'd be something that's that common. It's it, not. It's not. If you look at the 100%, you've got 85% are women being abused and sure. there are 15%. But there are women who do abuse men. Yeah. There are two men that live together and one is an oh, that's abuser. That's a good point, too. And then there world, are yeah. w women who live together and one is the abuser. Now, where can men get help if they're in that you situation? You know what? Uh, they can go, go to the Salvation Army because the Salvation Army uh, does house men. Um, I'm sure there are support groups out there for men who are abused, but many times... Not in a man-on-man -man relationship, but on a woman-to-man relationship when the woman is the abuser of the man. The men generally, whether that sounds sexist or not, is the financial provider. And both men or a man and a woman, the man generally has a job. But when you have a woman who's being abused, she could have a job yeah. and very well may. But there are a lot of women that do not have jobs, who are not allowed out of the house, whose husbands 
boyfriends, lovers have to take them to the store, do not have, have a car to take them anywhere. So the woman is kind of stuck in the house yeah. with the children. So she has no financial means to leave. So, and a greater percentage of men do have some financial support to be able to get a hotel room to get out. But a lot of these women don't have anywhere to go. So how much of this do you think is emotional and um, not just physical abuse, but emotional and psychological? I think it's, you know, it's a mixture of both. I think that, you know, I know there's people that just mentally abuse you, but... I think that's hugely common. I think there's married yeah. couples we all know yeah, absolutely. that, you know, you fat cow or you dumbass right. or you whatever, people live with that. But when the hitting starts or the beating the crap out of somebody starts, whether whoever it is, um, I think that's really common. And uh, one in four people, one in, you think of your neighborhood, just your neighborhood, that one in four women, their husbands hit them or abuse them in some way. That's a high so number. So you just think about your neighborhood. Yeah. That's enormous. Wow. And one in uh, three women have been sexually abused as a child. One in seven men have been sexually abused as a child. Wow. So just look around your neighborhood and pick out four people. Yeah. One of those just very well we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. No, and most of the time, nobody's making that public. And I, I think not. when you hear these stories, most of the time it's fear that took them so long to do something about it. Well, it's shameful. Yeah, well, because they're embarrassed. Like, what is, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. You, you, For sure. you feel shame and you're embarrassed and yeah. you're like, I don't want anybody to know that my significant other is hitting me or yeah. you know abusing me and i think even boys in general men now at this point because they've grown up through that they could have had an experience that they don't want to tell anybody about right. because they're like oh my god they're not going to think i'm you know the man i'm supposed to be or right. whatever or i'm gay because yeah, i because was a boy happened. scout yeah. and my my cub master sure. molested me at camp or a priest did that in yeah. church and people Men don't want to talk about it. Women don't want to talk about it. So I think anybody who talks about it is very brave. When, and it's going to help somebody else get their situation Absolutely. taken care of too. Because if you talk about it, yeah, it's 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 allowing somebody else to say, "Oh my God, that's what you happened know, to they, me." Yeah. That happened to me, right. and I might just come out and talk about that. That's awesome, man. So the YWCA, Salvation Army, for people who are really, really scared to make those calls, can they get online? Is there somewhere they can go yes, to like, a, get help secretly, so to speak? To call, but there's actually ways, um, and if, you know, it, 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 it's, there's code, there's codes out there that, uh, women can call and order pizza or call the vet and say the dog's sick and if you can if you have access to being online and I'm, I'm afraid I don't have uh, those things right at the top of my brain right now but there are ways to get help and uh, if you call I know that if you call and order pizza and there's something you can say that they know to call the police and there's there's ways to get help and there's billboards in wheeling right. yeah so uh, that, you, that you can call and if you can get to a phone but if you go somewhere in public uh, uh, 
and you go to a, a Kroger, even if you're with the, uh, your abuser, if you can make a note at some point in time and slide that note to the cashier or slide that note to the uh, uh, secretary at a vet's office or a doctor's office and say, look, I need help. Uh, that's a huge, awesome. that's a huge thing. All that information I'll find online and I'll post that with the podcast. That'll yeah. be in the podcast notes. So those of you out there listening that really want to find ways to connect and help some people that you love that might be going through that, that information will be available. All right, Bob, we talked about Rock the Warm Way and why you were doing that. So your business, As You Like It Catering, I've been watching social media through this pandemic and your business has been flourishing where a lot of people have been struggling in their businesses. What sets the tone for you to be able to do what you do, even in times like now? It's nothing, I've been in business 27 years. There's, uh, I've never experienced anything like this. Uh, I, I attribute every single thing uh, to God. Amen. And every morning, I know you and I talked before this even started about three things you do every day, and I know you're going to get to that, and I'm jumping the gun. But the first thing I do every morning, and the last thing I do before I go to bed is pray. And when I drive to work in the morning in my car, I don't have on songs or the radio or, you know, whatever. I pray. And God has always been in my life, but just in the past, I don't know, five to seven years, he's, and it's actually been longer than that, I'm sorry, about 10 years, uh, really, really active in my life, and that's because I allowed him in. Yeah. And I pray to him, and there's some days that I pray and I ask things, which is not often, but I pray. Pray every day just prayers of thanks. If you just pray to Jesus and just thank him, your pray your prayers will be a half an hour long if you're just thanking. If you're asking things, it'll be five seconds. Yeah. Because you can't be asking for that much. Right. But if you pray for your thanks <laughs> yeah. of of health and your your family and having food on the table in your house and your business and whatever it is to have a car that actually drives and whatever you have if you just thank him you'll just be exhausted sure but if you ask for something it it doesn't take that long so i do ask for things for continued health for my dog that you heard barking earlier <laughs> and for my mother my father's passed away uh for my niece my sister for whatever it is for my business and yeah you know that kind of stuff but you know what i'm fine with with this pandemic and I, i'm not <clears throat> saying that you know i haven't made more money in 27 years and I, I, you know, some days get a little anxious about things, but I ask God to forgive me because when has he let me down? Yeah. So I'm like, oh. Well, nobody's perfect either. Right. And I'm not perfect. Right. And I mean, Jesus isn't in a room with us. Uh, a couple of things I like that I do as well, what you're talking about, uh, praying. I've got a prayer journal that is for the morning, so I'll pray for good health, things like that. What I've learned, it's not necessarily about religion, but more about that relationship with Jesus. Right. And 
I found that at night I'll do something. It's not really prayer, but it's a thankful journal. Mm -hmm. So I'll go through and write three to five things I'm thankful for every day. And I think oftentimes what we do is we really take for granted what we have. But oh. when you write those things down to be thankful for, you know, I came home today to a home. I've got a home over my head. Yes. You know, I'm feeding my family. And once we start to realize those things and we thank God for those, then he's going to show up with more blessings. And essentially, by doing that in your business, he's been keeping it going yes. and blessing you in ways that you just are surprised by. Oh. And it's just amazing how that actually works out. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I love to hear that. Um, and then you did jump the gun a little bit there, but I'm generally sorry. most of you listeners know this. Uh, uh, there's three things that I'll talk about on a daily basis when I do the podcast that help me improve my life. So for your business, let's, let's go there again. Three things that you would do today that would help somebody tomorrow or even help you go forward tomorrow. What are the, your three, I guess, biggest keys? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, pray. And have a, if you know Jesus, if you know, and I'm, religion is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about right. being Catholic or Lutheran or Presbyterian. I'm not talking about that. It's a relationship with Christ. So read your Bible and, and read and learn. And that's something that's new for me just within the last year. Nice. Because I've looked at the Bible. I've read things in the Bible. But now I'm actually every night reading the Bible and I can't stop and I can't put it down. So that's, that's new good. for me. Yeah. And I'm going to be 57 years old in de December. So that's enormous. The other thing is that whatever you're doing to make money legally, that's a job. <laughs> yes, we are legal here on legal, the LA podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, make sure it's something that you enjoy doing. And I know that's hard because I've done a lot of things in my, in my life all legal uh, jobs and some I didn't love and some that I do but find some joy in what you yeah. do and enjoy and there's things that you're gonna have crappy days and you're gonna have wonderful days but find some joy in what you do because if you absolutely hate what you do then you need to find something else but my big advice in that is Find the something else before you quit what oh, yeah. you hate. Because definitely people have something are stupid. Up. Yeah. You know, we don't want to live off the government. Right. I don't want to live off the government. And I've never lived off the government. I could hate something, but I'm going to find a new one first. And I'm not a big job changer. And the third thing, I, I honestly don't know, just to, uh, I don't think I follow this all the time, uh, but I'm, I'm putting it out there, is to find joy in every day Regardless and I find joy in my yeah. whatever you're in find joy in every day instead of getting yourself stressed and yep. and I'm I'm a huge stressor person and I ask God to forgive me every day for that because um, we, he, he doesn't like that right and he yeah. wants us to be joyful well that's happy. about having the faith and believing right. what the word says right. it's gonna and do. I do believe it Amen to that. but then yeah. I still and then every time I start to just question something I'm like oh forgive me and yeah. I mean it I just right. don't say oh forgive me but to find find joy in every day something some joy in every day and i can't remember the bible verse but it, it might be in james it says find the joy in every battle yes <laughs> and yes and it took me a long time to understand that what yeah. that really meant because i like you said i would get stressed and be like why is this happening what do i have to do to fix it and when you start to put the pressure on yourself that's when things go a little bit crazy but what i've learned is when i release it to god then i'm not going to worry about it anymore and then i can be 
I guess, free, so to speak, to where that pressure's not there. Can I tell you a story about that? Yeah, absolutely. I bought the property that he and I are in for my work, and uh, I bought it in 2008, so 14 years ago, over 14, almost 15 years ago. Is that right? No, that's not right. 12 years, almost 13 years ago. And uh, I got a couple years in, and I got to January into February, I had no money. And I'm thinking, I have employees on salary, I have a mortgage to pay, I have utilities to pay, just like everybody else. And I got a thing in the mail, which every credit card does this in January. I think I've heard this story once before. You probably actually. did. Yeah, and they're good. gonna give you, you know, <laughs> ten or fifteen thousand dollars and you have this long to pay it back, and I thought, this is the only thing I have to do. I, this is my only option. And so I, I called, I got, the, the check came in the mail, and I was in my office, which is in the next room from where we are right now, at my desk, and I had this check in my hand for $10,000. And it just came to me, and I'm probably gonna cry telling this, but tear it up. Oh, that Tear it takes up. faith right there. Yeah, and I, it's either, it, it really came to me, either you follow me or you go with the ways of the world. And that was the phrasing. Go with me or go with the ways of the world. So I tore it up. I called the credit card company. I wasn't charged anything. They said, we got it. You're good. And within a week, I was inundated yeah. with money. That's amazing. It was amazing. And ever since that day, I have never been without money to pay my bills. That's awesome. And it doesn't mean I'm swimming in money and have sure. cash all around me, but I've never had to worry about money. And every single day since then, literally every single freaking day of my life, I thank him for that. Yeah. Because that's a huge thing that so many people worry about. Well, and what that tells me is oftentimes the way we are looking at our faith is by sight. We're not actually walking in the faith that we should be walking in. Right. And you took a leap of faith with that. Oh boy. And that changed the game right there. And I wish more, more of you listeners would understand how important that is because that's something I need to grasp. And I actually just have, I'll tell a story as well. This pandemic has been rough on me and my career has been super tough because of it. Cause I just, I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how seniors were going to react to, Hey, I need to come see you and talk about insurance. I know they need to make decisions on Medicare, but are they going to let people in our home? And I didn't want to like, I don't know. I just, I couldn't move. It was almost like cement blocks on my feet. I couldn't get motivated. Then church started back up and I started getting back involved and we got new agents that I'm training right now. And she had a certain amount of time to become successful, like speed SNA is what it's called, successful new agent. And that period actually ended last month, but I've been tithing this whole time. So my boss calls me up and says, hey, we just got an extension for her till the end of August. You still got time to make this happen. And it's, you know, yeah. I believe from tithing and putting my faith in God there is why something like that happens. Yes. Just like you're saying, that man, that's awesome. And no I, matter what, I give money uh, I don't, I do belong to a church, but I don't give my money to the church. Um, the Bi Billy Graham uh, Evangelical Association nice. is where I give my money. Okay. And I've done that for 30 years. And I never stopped. That's awesome. I never stopped. 
So being thankful, giving, and praying, yes. three huge things there. And it says in the Bible, actually, Malachi 3.10, the one thing God tells you to test them in is giving. Yes. He says, test me in this, yes. and I will rain down blessings from heaven on you. Yes. And I think oftentimes people are afraid of that because they're like, well, how am I going to get my bills paid? Right. And they're, you know, bills have to be paid, yes. so they're not testing that faith. And if more people would just realize that from the Even story you just told, January, yeah, twelve yeah. years ago, sure. I still gave, yeah, and it's it's a sizable amount, and it doesn't matter gave. like the amount, it, it, right? God doesn't care about that. He wants to see if you're going to do. That's it. right, and that's when the breakthroughs start to happen. That's awesome, and I love it. So. I'm going to skip that question because it was how does your faith play a role, but we kind of just uh, killed we, that we right there, that. Yeah. Um, which is awesome. But what inspires you to do as you like at catering and just to be the man you are? Uh, well, that's two really diverse questions. Um, the as you like it catering event planning, because I branched out into event planning about uh, 12 years ago, uh, or oh, longer than that. I keep saying longer than that. Time goes by quickly. But anyway, um, I enjoy what I do, and I, I I like it. So, you know, I like being creative. I like, you know, uh, doing that kind of stuff. What inspires me to be who I am, I'm still working on who I am. And I do give a lot back to the area that we live in, in Wheeling in the Upper, upper Ohio Valley. I do a lot of those things. But the something that you, Jason, posted on Facebook yesterday about being out there and proclaiming, I don't do enough of. Sure. And th was it yesterday, Beach? I think it was that? yesterday or the day yeah. before. I know yeah. it was shocking. And about you that. posted it. Yeah. And I was like, man, do I need to hear that? Yeah. And I haven't been on Facebook since, oh my God, like four months. And it's been a while. It has kind been of a long time. And I was like a <laughs> twice a day yeah, poster. Yeah. But I did do a, uh, a, a Zoom thing or whatever it is and uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, and I was saying that I'm falling back, but I'm not doing enough because I'm, I'm uh, because of the pandemic and just because of who I am, I'm kind of insular. I'm kind of just staying within myself yeah. and I'm not doing enough to profess the way that I should and then I kind of let that go and then damn you I see your post <laughs> it's funny how I'm God like, will like I know, bring those things to your attention because too. of you I'm like oh I gotta get out there yeah, you know yeah. and I have to do more of what I'm talking about right now yeah right you know so that's good man yeah. I like so that. I don't know if I'm where I'm supposed to be but I am on the train tracks and uh, you know the train stops once in a while but well, that's okay to have oh, those type is. of moments and, and for rest or whatever, just to yeah. kind of reset. Yeah. But the like you said, staying on those train tracks. Oh, I'm on don't, the train. I'm on. Don't I'm not go getting astray. Off the track. No. And go in a different direction. That's... De Deuteronomy is what I'm reading right now okay. in the Bible, and that's the Old Testament. Yeah. Man, it is strict. It is. <laughs> I mean, I'm. It, you know, the Ten Commandments are in there, and those are, you know tough but it's not that bad you know because I kind of already follow that but the Old Testament I mean boy oh boy it is rough yeah man. I'm telling yeah. you rough but I read something very interesting that the Old Testament is God's rules but the New Testament 
when Christ came, we are forgiven. That's and it. And we, we weren't forgiven in the Old Testament. Right. So if you broke those rules, goodbye. Yep. But you get to the New Testament, but you have to profess them. You're not just... Well, you're forgiven. Yeah. If you do them, you have to say, right. Jesus, forgive me. Yeah. And you're going to be forgiven. But, boy, those rules are rough. That I mean, I had, I had read, like, <laughs> cha- uh, 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 Deuteronomy, like, 16, and it was like, my gosh. And I read it twice because I was like, dear God. What version it, are you reading? What? The King James. Oh, man, that's even harder to understand, yeah, too. Yeah, well, I'm reading it. Nice. I'll and like then it. I got to 23... And it is what is happening right now in this world. It is, you, you follow me, here's, you follow me, God. This is what you're going to get. Now, that's all good, and that makes you happy. But the, if you don't follow me, this is what's going to happen. Oh, my. Yeah. It is prophecy, yep. buddy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And I wish more people would understand that. Like, even in the New Testament, you get into the book of Revelation, these pandemics this isn't the oh end. and they mentioned this is that just starting it's and, just starting. yeah it's yeah. the end times as they say people are thinking that you know january for some reason the, the beginning of a new year changes everything right yeah this is not no and we need to be i think really mindful sure and i think honestly right now it's an opportunity for people to get back to god oh yeah and Personally, if we look at how the world has been recently, not just this pandemic time, but we're so we're taking God out of everything. Oh, and yes. He's not having it. Like this no. is what He's doing. To, yeah, to, you're not in schools. You're not right. anywhere. Yeah, you can't even have a, a, a nativity scene up outside of a courthouse or in a Which park. Which is just crazy. To it's me. just insane. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't understand. So don't get me started. Let's not yeah, talk about we, we that. Yeah, we won't go too no, deep into that. please don't go into that. Um, <laughs> so what challenges you most? At this stage <laughs> of the game, uh, professionally or personally? How about both? About both. <laughs> uh, professionally, it's always... I'm No matter what I think of myself, I do. I am very uh, needy of a stroke. And I don't want to be that person. Yeah. But if I catered for you or whatever, and I didn't hear from you, so like words of affirmation. I just wanna. That was great. Yeah. Sure. I don't need you to kiss my butt. Right. I just want. Boy, everything was great. Thank you. And if I do something, I do want some form of affirmation. I need that. I shouldn't need that. And I think a lot of people say, "I don't need. I don't need to hear well, that." I think everybody needs to I think that. so, too. Like, I know we had this conversation at work today. Um, they wanted me to come up with my vision statement for my career, which is like, okay. And last year, I had my best year ever. And then this year, I don't yeah, even know. Well, and I'm not going to blame it on a pandemic. It's been my own fault for being lazy or just not trying. But I almost felt like because I had that best year ever and didn't get any acknowledgement of that, I was kind of bitter. Yeah. Like, you guys not going to recognize this? Because they were recognizing everybody else around me. Yeah. And I was a little upset by that. But you, you, Everybody needs yeah. a little pat on the back. Just just let me know that I'm yeah. doing good and you're appreciating it. So yeah. I, I totally understand But the Bible that. says we don't need that. And that's something that I'm failing in. But I do need a little I think we all do. Back, it's you know? hard to not... Yeah. want that so to speak like I, I don't know a different way to put that but it's definitely something to help people go in the right direction yeah. no yeah. doubt alright cool so what's your key to staying healthy um, <laughs> well I mean 
you know. I mean, you're a pretty fit fella. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, so many times people over the 27 years have walked in here and they're like, oh, yeah, we're here to see Bob. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Bob. And they're like, oh, we thought you'd weigh like, you know, three or 400 pounds. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Because I, you know, I, I, I cook. And oh, they yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's not who I am. Uh, it's just staying healthy. Um, I, I don't know. I, th- I would suggest staying active as part of that. Stay, oh, um, yeah. What Be, I've learned in seven being years. Vain. Of, oh, yeah. yeah. Seven years of doing the insurance, a couple of things I know to be true. You retire and do nothing, your health goes south real fast. Yes. And if you're married and one spouse dies, it's not long after you're gone, especially if Correct. you've been married for multiple years. Yes. Uh, so I think just act- activity, and I mean, yeah. you're in a business where you're on your feet a ton. I am, and yeah. I've, you know, I did the service industry 20 years, yeah. and I really consider like counted bartending and waiting tables as exercise. Oh, absolutely. And most people don't understand the effort that you need to put into a job like oh, that. Oh, it's a lot of work. And even with what you do, it's the same thing. Oh, it, it's worse. People I don't think. see the behind the scenes. Right. They just see the food presentation well, I do or whatever. Both. And a lot of places have, you know somebody that stays in the kitchen and cooks everything and then it's sent out and somebody else does it i'm doing both so i'm working a 16 18 hour day but being vain does yeah, help absolutely and, uh it comes before the fall and i know that that's another fault that i have and it's yeah. not that i look in the mirror all the time but i want to be healthy i want yeah. to uh be proud of how i look at 50s, almost seven years old. So, which is not even the age I would put you at. Well, sitting here whatever. At you now. That's not the point. <laughs> yeah, but thank you. You're right. Yeah. Um, that's that's funny. Uh, good genes in the family. Though. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That is that is another plus. So, what's one thing nobody knows about you? What is one thing that nobody knows about me? Um, I could give you a. T- I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody that knows something, but I'm a huge. I mean, these are all boring. Do you really want to hear this? Yeah, I mean... If it's entertaining, uh, sure. If, I, not, I, sure. I, if I had to watch anything on TV, it would be 1970s detective shows like... Nice. Barnaby like Dragnet. Mannix, Dragnet, <laughs> Cannon, uh, Rockford Files. Okay. Th- those, are, those are the best TV shows. Uh, I don't go out all that much. Uh, last, I bought the whole series of Dynasty... On oh, Amazon, man. I remember so when I was every a night kid, I my watch like watch three that. and four episodes <laughs> a night before I go to bed. Um, uh, I don't. There isn't. I'm pretty open. About I was gonna everything. say you. You are pretty open. I'm I've pretty been for open. Some there's, time not, there's no hidden secrets. Nah, nothing. And too every much. night I'm here with my dog Max, who you heard earlier, and that's that. That's my life. He's it's a cutie pretty too. Easy. Yeah. All right. A few more questions here. Yeah. Who's the most influential person in your life? I don't know. Uh, there's not one single person. There's not. There's there's not a human being. I feel like your mom. Like um, from as is. long as I've known you, you've always talked about her in such a way that I feel like she really, if if she isn't somebody that influences you, she's definitely molded you to become yes. who you are. And I got something different from both of my parents. Yeah. My dad grew up very uh, poor. He grew up on a farm in Pennsylvania. Uh, with his mother and his grandfather and he worked buddy I mean he worked and he thought that the only way to be anything was to break your back and work and he and once he and my mom got married and two years later I came along they uh, he worked and he provided a really good living 
for our family. Then my sister came along. And, but he would work, you know, 15 hours a day, come home and take the shingles off the roof and re-shingle re, re the roof or wow. remodel the basement or whatever. He worked himself um, into the grave yeah. because that's what a man did. So I broke my back for years and I never thought it was a bad thing and I didn't have to prove anything to him because he loved me. Uh, but I thought that's what you had to do, and I still do that. But now, at my age, I'm thinking, I can pay somebody to do that. So <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pay somebody, you know what I nice. mean? Yeah. But I mean, I got up on the roof with him, and we reshingled roofs, and we did stuff, and that's how I grew up, and uh, that's a good thing. And my mom was a hugely hard worker. Yeah. She didn't grow up the same way my dad grew up, but... Uh, when we were home, my mother didn't work outside the house, but I remember being three and four years old before my sister was born, and we had uh, blinds on the windows of the house. We had like 27 windows in the house, and they were the aluminum Venetian blinds. Okay. That you don't even know what that is. I was going to say, I'm not even sure. Had, they I know were what like a Venetian blind is. Two inches wide, they weighed a ton. And they had rubber running down the sides that held the blinds together. And we would take them down off every window, take them down to the basement, scrub them with a brush and soapy water, take them out in the yard, hang them on a clothesline and squirt them off of the hose, let them dry, bring them back in the house and put them up. And I was three and four years old. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's no children right now no, not that are now. doing that. No. So my mother worked hard. Right. My dad worked hard. So my whole big influence in life is both of my parents. Okay. But that goes back to something I mentioned earlier when we were talking about the domestic violence. You've got today's world is more separated parenting. Yeah. You don't have the standard family life that used to be back then. Right. And I think, you know, I try to teach my daughter the value of hard work. Yes. Like, no matter what, we will find a way and we will get it done. I don't care what it is. Right. And that's, you know, she, if she didn't have that influence, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say her mother wouldn't do that because her mother works hard. But it's different when it's both parents doing that. Yes, I agree. And I think that's part of where society lacks today. Yes. So the and value I think that what makes my values old-fashioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm using quotes on that because that's just the way that it was. Yeah. And it was it was it was wonderful. And it, it wasn't, wasn't sitting around watching TV, playing video games, or doing any. No, there was no. We played right? out in the street, rode bikes, <laughs> yep. you know. And you'd come and you'd watch Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Three's Company. Starsky and Hutch as a family, and then you go to bed, and that's the end of it. That's a fun day, actually. That is a fun day. <laughs> All right, so what's one thing you think we could do, or the listeners could do, to make Wheeling a better place and wherever they're at a better place? Wow. Uh, wherever they're at. Because I think Wheeling's got a, they've improved a lot, mm -hmm. but I think we could be so much better than we are just in general. I do. Um, oh, boy, that, 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 the everywhere else... Um, I, I, it's too broad of a question, sure. but wheeling, um, it's, uh, I, I don't even know the answer to that. I don't, I'm not putting that pressure on any mayor or councilman or anything like that. I, I just think that there's not, I, I don't think there's a huge, uh, future for any enormous change in wheeling i don't i i don't think that downtown is yeah. ever going to be what it was when see, I. that's what i would like to see again i would is what it was like back that. in the 20s and i was biking the other day and i went over to the wheeling island 
and just look into those old Victorian style homes. Yeah. And there, and down past the casino, there is a massive parking yes. lot that is being wasted. Yes. Like we need something done with those type of areas to make more people attracted to this area. The thing that is, is malls are going away. Yeah. Because brick and mortar stores are going away. Well, you got online everything. You, you these can days. get everything on Amazon. Yeah. And people are not doing brick and mortar stores. Right. So if you're downtown is never going to have stores again. You know, we have no stores in downtown Wheeling. You know, that's true. Really, not, you can go like buy plumbing then. supplies, but there's nowhere to buy clothes yeah. or anything else in downtown Wheeling. And it's going to stay that way. Now, everybody's opening up restaurants and everybody's opening up coffee shops and all that kind of stuff. Well, at some and, point, there's going to be too many of them. Too. Well, there is. There yeah. already is. Well, which right now. And you've absolutely. got people, they're, they're, everybody's turning every building into apartments and condos, which is fine because I love to see buildings uh, oh, yeah. refurbished. Yeah. But if the you don't have grocery stores, if you don't have gas stations, if you have, then you need more restaurants. Because if you go to any big city—Chicago, New York—you know, Los Angeles is kind of spread out. But I'm talking about, you know, like a city like ours. You have Pittsburgh. You have to be able to find a gas station, a grocery store, so you can walk from your apartment. To get somewhere, yeah, and uh, to, to get something, and it's just uh, you want to be able to walk to a theater, you want to be able to walk to a restaurant, and we, we just haven't got there yet. It's just not quite there. I mean, we got room to grow, and the reason I think about these things is I go out on a trail all the time, and Heritage Trail is probably one of the most underrated trails in the state. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got 50 miles of beautiful it riding, is. but there's no tourist attraction because there's nowhere for these tourists to hang out. I mean, you got Ogilvy Wheeling Park and like you said, numerous restaurants, but there's two bike shops and for bikers, like I've been to DC and this is where I got these ideas. They have sit down bike shops. And what I mean is you can go there, grab a snack. That's a healthy oh, snack, yeah. you know, for refueling, whatever, to feel more energy, feel better. And I think we need things like that to draw these bikers in. So that's one way I think we could improve. Wheeling. Well, I think uh, hotels, um, you know, uh, yeah. the, the Wheeling Island uh, racetrack and casino is great, but I mean, in downtown, I would love to see the island like back in a, when it first was started the twenties, thirties. Back my grandmother then. grew up in Wheeling. She I thought was it was cool. Born in nineteen and five, and she said it was called uh, the Garden Place, the Garden Spot of Wheeling, and. Uh, uh, they used to go across the suspension. Was bridge. it not like the rich quote was, unquote area was, at one point? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah, and you could tell that by the Victorian style yeah. homes. And it's just uh, you know run down now. Yeah, I mean there's some beautiful homes, right? Uh, some lack of people taking care of their properties. Yeah, honestly. it's just changed. Yeah, and I, I don't think we'll ever <laughs> ever get that back again. No, you could be right about that. Yeah. It'd be cool to see though. All right, final two things, Bob. Yes. Um, <laughs> number one. If you could go back to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? If you had a minute with 18-year-old I would Bob. say stop beating yourself up. Stop being so hard on yourself physically and mentally. I always thought mentally I was pr pretty good. I never really beat myself up that way. Emotionally, not so great. Physically, I was skinny and I'm not fat, but I wish I had that waistline back again and I was <laughs> I think we all want to go back yeah to that. I just thought okay you know that that would just lighten up a, I was just really intense 
and I would just be yeah. just lighten up, buddy. Give, awesome. give yourself a break. All right, and how can the listeners connect with you if they're interested in hearing more about Rock the Runway or even catering here locally? Oh, uh, they could go to my website, www.asyoulikeitcaters.com, and you'll see my ugly mug on there and all that we have to offer, and you can just hit contact us and... Um, they can send me an email. Perfect. Now, if anybody wanted to donate for Rock the Runway in the future, is there? Can they contact you on your website through there, or yes. would they just that you do have a little? No, tab for all that, they have or? to do is just send me an email, email. and I'll give okay, them perfect. all of the information and connect them with the Y, and they can sure. do it all over the internet, which I don't know how to do. I just say write me a check, and I'll give it to the Y. Uh, you okay. know, make it out to the Y, yeah. but they can do like PayPal and Venmo and yep, all that yep. kind of stuff that I don't. Do. So you're up on the technology side. I'm of not up on the technology. Well, you're not, but you know how to do it. I, I know how to t- hook them up with the Y. Who knows? How sure. To do it. Now, yeah, you, uh, and I, I know I said last question, but I just want to get one last thing in. You had mentioned a cause about animals earlier. Is there anything yeah. you want to say about that, real quick? Yeah, I, I'm uh, uh, Max. Uh, I got at the Marshall County Animal Shelter. Simon, my dog before, who lived to be 15. Max is going to be nine. Uh, I got at the Ohio County Animal Shelter. Uh, I've done numerous fundraisers for the Marshall County Animal Shelter. And uh, I have a lot of friends down there and uh, love. Adopt, don't shop is my motto. And uh, if you want to donate to the Marshall County Animal Shelter or the Ohio County, Belmont County, I don't sure. care which one you want to do, to uh, contact them and donate. Um, uh, Marshall County has a wonderful uh, hospital down there, a separate building, and nice. they do spay and neutering, and it's all wonderful. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your time today, Bob. Thank you right. so much for being on the podcast. Yes, if you sir. want to connect with him, everything will be in my podcast notes, uh, as well as everything we talked about. You'll be able to read that as well. And again, thanks for listening, and come check me out on the next episode. Y'all take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, share it with someone who needs to hear today's message. Remember to follow me on social media for more inspiring content. Listen, we're only going to grow this thing if we share it and have reviews. I appreciate those of you out there taking the time to do that. Now let's get out there and accelerate our lives.